Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of On the Horizon. I'm your host, Andy Whiteside. I've got Scott March, our trusty engineer slash consultant slash architect. Hey, Scott, how's it going? Hey, doing great. So I appreciate you jumping on with me. I know I kind of popped this one on you real quick. Uh, we were going to do work in my lab, and, and I don't have my lab ready for you, but I promise I will for next week. But uh, as always, you've been gracious enough to entertain me with a podcast, which which, uh, you know, is always excellent that you are willing to do that. And, and I have no doubt you always try to act like you don't know what you can cover here. I, I have no doubt you're going to knock this out. But uh, the, uh, the, the, blog, the blog we're reviewing is uh, five reasons to move beyond point solutions uh, to VMware One or Workspace, Workspace One. Uh, and honestly, that's still such a uh, reoccurring conversation for me because the future of the workspace is what everybody's gunning for. And you guys have a, a, a very interesting proposition there as to why you deserve the right to, to talk to customers about that. You, uh, you're having lots of horizon conversations. I know during the pandemic, but uh, the world is going to start to get back to normal and you're going to start um, looking at workspaces more and more and more. Um, are you having those conversations with people? Yeah. I mean, listen, I mean, the pandemic's been around for a while and now we're starting to, so you see that shift uh, back to where we started, right? And the key thing here, I mean, if you think about it, yeah, I mean, we, were, we work on desktops for the eye is definitely important, but, you know, most of my day, I'm actually running applications. I'm actually connecting to Workspace ONE, I, you know, whether it's concur to do, uh, you know, expenses or maybe I'm hitting Salesforce, I don't know, whatever the case may be, but, you know, you know again, that's actually happening in UEM. That's not happening in Horizon. So that's the interesting side. So I think they both have important, you know, major important play here uh, from a you know day to day perspective from a business. So well, I, I like to think of it like this: Horizon and other <laughs> desktop virtualization solutions. That's the yeah. workspace of today and of the past. The, the workspace, mm -hmm. the Windows desktop, has been our workspace for a very long time uh, since the old, uh, you know, actual physical desktop. Um, you know, was no longer the workspace. It's been an electronic one. And it's been, you know, Windows or whatever the digital workspace of the operating system was. And now that's turning into something much more advanced where you're aggregating a whole lot more things, including content and, and data analytics all into one place. I think the, the very first line here is an interesting one to me. I, we're, we're an Avanti partner. I'm a big fan of their of some of their pieces as it relates to app control and, and performance management. Yeah. Even, even their user workspace is still an amazing solution. I, it, it caught me off guard when they bought Mobile Iron the other day, uh, but that's what the author here, Jeff uh, McGrath, uh, is using as a way to get this conversation started at the workspace it's still people are still investing in uh, the complete the, the complete concept of managing a user's environment including the workspace and those uh, acquisitions are still happening even though you guys made your your um, um, your um, acquisition um, I'm drawing a blank all of a sudden um, your your AirWatch, I can't believe that. I had to struggle with that. Uh, but you you made your AirWatch acquisition what five plus years ago now? A long time ago, 2013. Oh my god, time flies. Yeah. But then to see so you know, some company like Avanti buying Mobile Iron, you're like, well, that's you guys are kind of late to the game. But what that proves is it's still you know that that mobile that device management, not mobile device, but device management story is still you know it still rings true, and there's still companies investing in acquiring companies that do that. 
Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, so my kids, I think they're a perfect example. They have no idea what Windows 10 even is. Yeah. You know, they're used to jumping on an iPad, and that's what they do. So they want applications. They want it now, and I think that's the important thing. How do we control, you know, that new mindset coming in where basically, you know, you get on an Android device, or iOS device, doesn't matter what it is. It could be Windows. They don't really care what operating system it's sitting on. They just care about the application getting to what they need to get the job done. And we need to figure out how to make all that happen, how to secure it, how to give them access to their applications when they need it, but only give them access to the ones they actually you know, are entitled to. And I think that's where UEM really comes in. And UEM, all that is, is you know, unified endpoint management. What that means is we just manage everything the same way, right? Or, or try to. Now there's some nuances, but you know, again, whether it's an iOS device or Android device, we're asking for the same thing. We need applications and we need to get to our data. And that's the two things that I think if we, you know, do well and figure it out. I think that's the new world is, you know, Windows 10. Yeah, it's it's a cool operating system. But at the end of the day, what does it do? You know, we need applications and we need what's on it. Well, it's, so, it's the full end-to-end spectrum, right? You have the workspace, you have the apps and desktops delivered yeah. through the protocols, but you got to have the endpoints under control in that enterprise environment um, because at the end of the day, you're, you as a company are still responsible. For you. So we jumped right into number one, right? One, this is the five yeah. reasons we want to work with VMware in the workspace. And number one is the, the user endpoint management. Uh, you guys made the acquisition of AirWatch and, and you own the best product there's ever been for doing endpoint management across the spectrum of the different operating systems. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's exciting. I mean, you know, knock on wood, we've had... You know, whether it's the whole magic quadrant thing, we've been number one in that space for a really long time. But, you know, more importantly, again, grabbing all the stuff we just talked about, be able to do it not just for iOS and Android, but, you know, Windows 10 and Mac, I mean, Chrome. Uh, it's just exciting. And that's what, you know, at the end of the day, this pandemic really showed, you know, these companies that, you know, they need the ability to manage all these endpoints in a different way. Because, you know, in this case, they don't even own most of them, right? They, they you know, large companies, 20, 30,000 user companies basically said, you know, have at it. You're working from home now. We're not sending you a desktop. Work on what you've got and we'll figure out the rest. And that we'll figure out the rest part is really, I think, where UEM comes in and gives them a consistent and you know, very effective desktop, but more importantly, uh, you know, a, a secure way of doing it. So, well, and, um, and you're starting to, to run into some of the other topics here. Number number two on the list is, you know, VMware delivers exceptional employee experiences. And it's uh, it's one of those things I constantly have to remind people, okay, great, you, you want to implement a technology. The key is user experience and user acceptance and user adoption is, you know, the most measurable way of of uh, figuring out if you got it right or not. So, you know, VMware on the in, employee experience piece, certainly something that's been first and foremost in, in your mindset, right? Yeah, I mean, that's actually, some of that stuff is actually new, which is cool. I mean, we have now, and I don't know if you know, but we can actually remote into almost any endpoint now, whether, again, whether it's Android, iOS, Windows, doesn't matter, and be able to have, you know, to help our end users, you know, mitigate issues quickly, right? So if they have a problem, we log in there and we fix it. Uh, we can monitor uh, all of the endpoints and, and applications in a very proactive way. 
through intelligence. So we, we get an idea, okay, this, this person's logging in poorly or they're connecting to an application that has a high failure rate as far as errors. Maybe we need to fall back to the older, you know, the older app or something like that. Um, this is all stuff that we can do today that we weren't able to do a couple of years ago. And this is literally, um, you're starting to see an awful lot of innovation here from the uh, VMware perspective on how to make that end user experience better. And uh, it's not just about managing the endpoints in that regard. It's, you know, okay, great. You know, you know, mitigating those problems, giving them better performance proactively, trying to tune the, the whole infrastructure. And, and again, uh, just trying to get that end user experience as good as possible. Well, and that brings to light the idea that the, uh, the promise has always been that the virtual user uh, who's accessing this stuff remotely uh, through a single pane of glass with a single user ID not only had a first class, first class or first world experience, they got a better experience than the guy who had this you know, $2,000 laptop that was perfectly configured, which is almost impossible to maintain. Um, all of a sudden, the virtual yeah, experience has, has leapfrogged that. And that's where the technology and, and the effort to focus on the user experience and some of those nuances like remote assistance, um, you know, onboarding efficiencies, those are the things that are taking it to that next level. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing, you know, better than getting that brand new fresh smell laptop when, you, you know, that FedEx box arrives. We're all super excited mm -hmm. until about an hour later when we find out there's like half our software is missing and yeah. files aren't there and, you know, what do you do, right? And I think that's where, again, uh, VMware's EUC platform and, 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 you know, solutions actually take care of all that. We make sure that you get that, that uh, you know, whole zero-touch experience where basically the, the laptop shows up, you put in your email address, and, you know, a couple hours later, you got all your software. And if you don't, you have a catalog you can choose the software from. And, right. again, just a very powerful solution to help you out on that and, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, is a fairly great experience and we're trying to make it better and better every day. So I just got my first Dell laptop that I've gotten in probably five years or more. And uh, it's, uh, it's 64 gigs of memory. It's 10 core processor, 10, 10 core. And I was so excited about getting it up and going. And, and I did. Um, but the experience when some of the junkware that was installed on there started popping up and asking me to buy this or buy that. Uh, just totally, I wouldn't say totally, but it certainly impacted my euphoria of this, you know, laptop of a lifetime unboxing. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's a common experience. And, you know, again, it's, it's trying to figure out how we can fix that and, you know, grab those, those images from any laptop and how do we, you know, standardize, standardize that in, in, in some, time, some kind of enterprise build or, something that looks like one, right? And the, and the other thing that, you know, from BYO perspective, the last thing we want to do is, you know, remove those employees' files and applications. We want to keep all that private stuff there and, and you'll be able to work side by side in a safe way. And that's that's always, you know, that's part of the battle and always fun. So how do you do that? And I think that's where, you know, our platform definitely, uh, you know, shines and, you know, Users using their system, the day they leave, we can go ahead and wipe out all the intellectual property from the company. But, you know, the CEO soccer picks are still on his machine. So, right. you know, that's, that, uh, that's the important part is trying to figure out how all that works and keep that balance. So the, uh, the third section here talks about VMware empowers a rethink in security that's, uh, that's realized. 
um, you know, it's, it's an interesting world we're in to see both the user experience improved and security all at the same time. So a lot of times those two things don't go hand in hand. Uh, but with the concept of uh, Workspace ONE and, and doing a lot of things as a service and real-time delivery, uh, we're, you know, that's more likely than ever, right? Yeah, I mean, security has always been front and center at VMware, but, you know, we've done so much recently, right? So one of the, you know, we started, we brought, we, we you know, started working more and more on the zero trust model that we have. And basically, the idea there is, is, you know, the employee doesn't have access to stuff they don't need. It's that simple. But more importantly, it's that intrinsic security throughout the entire platform. It's the endpoint being able to, again, lock that down and give the user access to what they need and, you know, the applications are entitled to, but be able to also restrict them from the other stuff that they shouldn't, you know, by all means have access to, right? Uh, whether that's, you know, uh, HR person can't get to a financial system or, or whatever the case may be. But we also have the ability to, you know, with Carbon Black and, Workspace One intelligence be able to take a look at that from a proactive perspective and say, okay, well, this is the pattern of what this user is doing. We can risk score it and say, okay, well, you know, this user is connecting to things that maybe they shouldn't be, or maybe they're not patching the, the the endpoint fast enough. And we can put in the the proper mechanisms there, whether that's I don't know, multi-factor authentication or whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, automatically just through automation. Uh, to make sure that everything is secure and that, you know, again, we 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 have that intrinsic and, uh, you know, secure trust all the way through that. And now we introduced uh, SASE, which is actually uh, mentioned at uh, uh, VMworld this year, which is basically now being able to secure all the way to the endpoint. So, again, if you think about all the craziness with COVID, you know, a lot of these users are working from home. Well, what if we could actually secure, you know, that entire uh you know, and uh, set up end to end, uh, all the way going back to literally their their gateway where they're connecting to, uh, again, and make sure that, you know, we have visibility of everything that's going on through the WAN connection, through the endpoint, through everything, you know, from, from again, from uh, literally cradle to grave. And that's, it's just exciting to see where we've come and where we're going. So it's, um, you don't really think of VMware as a security company, but uh you know, it's, it's definitely something that we're strong at and hopefully we're going to see more and more of it as we go. Well, and, that, and that's a great uh, way to kind of segue into what this overall article is about. You, you, you think of VMware historically as a platform company. And if you think about an end-to-end -end platform, you can't do that without the security aspect of it. When, when you guys purchased Carbon Black, I, I got excited and I was like, well, it doesn't really make sense. Why would you have antivirus? But the truth is, if you're looking at it from, a, from an overall platform management uh, and having a holistic approach, you have to think security, and that endpoint security is just as important as it as it's always been. And so, from that perspective, bringing that into the portfolio of the platform, you know, Workspace One being an entire ecosystem management solution and delivery, uh, security of the endpoint is is a no brainer. Yeah, I mean, it sure is. And uh, you know, one of the things with VMware, uh, you know, there's not one just one thing that we're strong at, right? I mean, the vision here is, you know, any application on any cloud connected to any device in a safe and secure way. And that's really been our mission since, well, I've been there since 2012. And uh, in order to do that, I mean, we're looking at, you know, having best of breed in all the stacks. And, and that's something that I think we do well and hopefully we'll continue to, you know, to, to uh, achieve what we're doing. And, you know, it's, it's going to be fun to see whether it's, 
end user computing, networking with, with you know virtual networking, storage, uh, course, you know virtualization with the you know, with uh, hypervisor. Uh, I mean, the vision is, is is definitely you know that that complete end to end solution, and that's something that I, I think again VMware does very well. So. So the uh, the last two sections, number four, um, talks about VMware provides a long-term platform for growth. I, I want to stop and just highlight that one for a minute. Um, you know, you can't really jump into this space unless you feel like your trusted solution um, versus a point product, your trusted overall solution um, is really something that you can build upon and has a long-term play. I think that's something that you guys have very much proven is that you're going to continue to invest and you're going to continue to evolve and that you know the user element of this as it relates to um, you know that the infrastructure play the traditional platform the server virtualization play that VMware the flat out owns uh, the user side of that is a big part of the equation and being a trusted IT partner uh, for your customers you guys have gone a long way towards proving that with your acquisitions and, and your development of what you, not only what you uh, had, but what you buy and then continue to evolve. You know, AirWatch is a great example of that. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it's, it's just, again, that strategic vision and executing on it. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm really proud to say that, you know, just remembering way back when even, you know, in 2012, when Paul Moritz got on stage and said, you're going to do the software to find data center thing, and everybody thought we were crazy. Well, you know, we did it, right? We not only virtualized the data center, but, you know, the cloud, virtualized the endpoints, and again, grabbed security along the way and made it intrinsic throughout the whole solution. So, and customers really, you know, that's the thing that, you know, we started out with vSphere and all of this stuff kind of evolved and that's something that customers, you know, followed us along with the journey and they've been with us the whole way. So hopefully, you know, that trust is there. And, you know, again, it's, it's just uh, making sure we execute and we do well. And when we are doing these acquisitions, they make sense and they have a reason. And so far, again, I think we've done a great job there as well. So. Well, and again, what I love about the acquisitions, you, you buy and then you integrate um, both from an end-user perspective as well as from a management perspective, where possible, and continue to invest in those technologies, and don't you know don't buy them to kill them. That's that's what I've seen a lot of historically, and, and you guys have done a good job of not doing that. No, I definitely agree. And a lot of that leads to this last point of VMware being someone that can be trusted in this space. Um, you know, the, just the investment in in the concepts of of uh, you know, coming from a, a, an arena of not necessarily being the end user chosen um, solution in terms of the, the, the what you end users and would think about as a, as the endpoint management, as the user experience management, um, you know, moving in that direction and continuing to invest in that. And, and to be quite frank, not, uh, not forcing your, your customers into clouds and cloud subscriptions when it's not natural to them. Um, that, that, that to me says a lot about why customers should trust what you guys are doing in your, in your space, in this space. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I agree. I mean, you know, VMware's approach has always been, you know, we, it doesn't matter where that workload is, you know, we'll definitely help you along the way. And, you know, that's the whole hybrid cloud story and experience that we've done for years and uh, we'll continue to do so, you know, and, 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 you know, if you look at even Horizon this year alone, 
you know, we went from offering just a uh, Horizon Cloud, Horizon 7 on AWS to Horizon Cloud on Azure to Horizon on, G on Google to, you know, uh, Oracle, Alibaba. I mean, again, these cloud solutions are growing and we're hoping to, you know, give our customers choice on where they go, right? So be able to manage everything in a safe and secure way, but also, uh, you know, doesn't really matter where that workload uh, is or, or where you want to move it to, we're going to give you a safe and simple way to do that. So, yeah. Well, Scott, I, I appreciate you jumping on and, and covering this concept and this topic with me. I think it's uh, it's it's not the most technical um, podcast that we'll ever do together, but it is something that needs to be discussed. And and you have to kind of have an idea where you're going if you're going to get there. And it's certainly the the concept of workspace to bring all these things together all the way from endpoint management and security to delivering that application across some presentation layer protocol running on a, on a platform uh, like virtualization, which obviously that's where VMware, you know, got its start and continues to be by far the leader in that space. Yeah. Great. So thanks for jumping on. We'll, uh, we'll pick another topic. We'll cover it next week and we'll just continue to roll and um, you know, evangelize what you guys are doing over there. Thanks a lot for having me. This is great. Thanks, Scott.